Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Hey, Kate Anderson Brower is in the process of building herself a publishing franchise. Really? She's the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, The Residence, also First Women, that too, a Times bestseller. Her new book is called First in Line, and it reveals intimate details about the relationship between the most powerful person in the world And his number two from Dwight Eisenhower and Richard Nixon to Barack Obama and Joe Biden and now Donald Trump and Mike Pence. This is Kate Anderson Brower. Hey, Kate, thanks for coming back. Congrats on another hit book. Thanks. And you, too. Congratulations on your your new book. So let me begin in the acknowledgments. I'd like to thank the former vice presidents from both parties who spoke with me so candidly about the obvious opportunities and lesser known daily humiliations that accompany the vice presidency. Joe Biden, Dick Cheney, Al Gore, 
Dan Quayle, George H.W. Bush, and Walter Mondale, and Jimmy Carter, whose appreciation for his own vice president, Walter Mondale, is sincere and refreshing in an age when sarcasm and cynicism are pervasive in politics. You spoke with all of them? I did, and I'm, I'm impressed you read the acknowledgement. <laughs> I made it that far. You did. That's amazing. Um, I did, and it was it was wonderful because I got to you know travel all over the country essentially and see where they were. Dan Quayle, for instance, is at a hedge fund in New York City, not exactly where I expected to find him. Um, and Dick Cheney has this really kind of it, it's a beautiful mansion um, in Virginia, um, outside of D.C., and just kind of seeing where they end up. And I think the interesting part about the vice presidency, uh, among many things, is that they also. Um, I have a real appreciation for uh, what's going on now with Mike Pence. And so even though there is so much partisanship, as you mentioned today, it's a rare kind of sliver of um, a sort of sphere where there is an effort to reach out to the current administration and an understanding of this fraught role that every every one of them has faced difficulties in the vice presidency. I imagine if people walk past Dan Quayle in Midtown Manhattan, they might not even know there is a former vice president of the United States. Or maybe it would be one of those, it would take you 10 mm-hmm. steps and then you'd say, oh my God, that was Dan Quayle. <laughs> I know. And he is really, it's very fresh to him, you know, the humiliation of for instance, um, Bush's staff, you know, Jim Baker and others not not liking him, not knowing. I mean, Bush, Bush 41, H.W. Bush surprised everyone. In fact, when he picked Quayle, he whispered in Ronald Reagan's ear on his, as he was literally going up the steps of the plane to tell him who his pick was. I mean, there was no... Um, coordination there. And then he couldn't, because Quayle wasn't working out, Bush would never get rid of him, even though his son, uh, George W. Bush, wanted him to replace Quayle with Dick Cheney, of all people. So it's a really interesting rotating cast of characters. And Dan Quayle is one of the blunt, more blunt people that I spoke with. He said, you know, I didn't get the brass ring, but um, I'm happy with what I accomplished. And he loves George H.W. Bush. So do I. Hey, I think I'll I'll leave Dan Quayle in a moment, but I have to say this to Kate Anderson Brower. I think about Dan Quayle with regularity, and I think about him every time I have to spell the word potato. And when I get to the E, I say, ooh, did Quayle tell him he was missing it or he shouldn't have it? And does it really require an E? Thank God for spell check. What is what's the deal that you're referring to with Jimmy Carter with this special sense of appreciation? What What's going on there? Well, Walter Mondale was really the first vice president to be given um, any real power. You know, he had a West Wing office. He had weekly lunches with the president. He um, Mondale didn't want the job at first because he saw what Hubert Humphrey, his mentor, um, had gone through with LBJ because Johnson was just so abusive, difficult, wouldn't let Humphrey bring press on trips because he didn't want him to get any attention, would go through his speeches and strip them of anything meaningful. And so Mondale was really worried about taking the position. And he um, and Carter had an agreement that was written um, that basically said, you know, any paper that crosses the president's desk, Mondale would see. He could be in the room for any meeting at any point that he wanted to be. I mean, it was really redefining the position of the vice presidency. And Mondale someone who's so kind of interesting and, and, and he's incredibly still now 
uh, has a wonderful memory, and um, I almost think he was too nice to be president because, you know, of course, he, he lost when he ran. Um, he's just a really interesting person, and, and Jimmy Carter was eager to talk about him. So is that the same kind of a deal that Obama and Biden adopted? Yes, and I got this document that was sent to me by someone who worked for um, Obama. And it, it, it's really interesting. It says things like, you know, JB, JRB uh, will see every piece of paper that crosses uh, BO's desk. And it's, you know, again, um, this sort of shorthand, but actually written document with this understanding. And, and Biden told me I was, you know, I was literally the last person in the room for every major decision. And Biden had been in the Senate for 40 years. So the idea that he was now working for somebody, I think that surprised me that that relationship was not as easy at the beginning as everyone seems to think it was. I I like speaking of Biden. I like when you take us back to the Obama selection process. And I, I remember, you know, being in the zone then wondering, well, who will it be and where are the advanced people going out and conducting these interviews and so forth. You've got David Axelrod surreptitiously traveling, I guess, to Wilmington. Biden walks in. He's got the aviator shades on and they have a very candid conversation about how Obama likes him, but he's got some concerns. Yeah. And Axelrod said, frankly, you know, there, you've made some some gaffes, you know, and, and Biden famously, you know, says things off the cuff that get him in trouble. And um, and then also, you know, he said, you're a little long winded. You speak a lot. Um, you're loquacious. And then uh, Axelrod told me that Biden then proceeded to talk for like 20 minutes straight. Um, and, you know, but but he was brilliant. And, you know, so there there's some things about Biden that they knew they couldn't really control. But I think the idea that here here was somebody who had never had a boss before. And there were things that came up, like he wanted to go to the Hill when Netanyahu came and and he wasn't allowed to because the administration was mad that Boehner had invited uh, Netanyahu without clearing it through the administration. So Biden was sent to Central America, basically, for a few days so that he wouldn't be able to go to the Hill as president of the Senate, which is what he wanted to do. So there were many times it's kind of an infantilizing position to be in. I, I didn't know that there was an acronym. I guess it's pronounced NAVOBS. Yes. I was yes. I was in the vice president's residence for a Christmas party for vice presidential staff. I was an intern at the time in the early 80s, probably 82-ish, with George Herbert Walker Bush. In fact, I remember, Kate, actually, TC, wow. my, my uh, colleague, will be my witness. Turn on your microphone. So what, what am I holding in my hands? You are holding a uh, uh, coaster. Come come look at it. Oh, boy. Hang come, on. come look at it so you can tell Kate. Here, shall I toss it to you? No, All right. Down. I will not toss it. You put out your eye. T- tell Kate Anderson Brower <laughs> what it says on the faded coaster wow. on which my coffee rests. All right, Kate. It says Christmas 1982. And then there's the vice presidential seal, vice president of the United States. And underneath wow. it. George and Barbara Bush. Tell every oh, tell everybody wow. what Navobs is like. It's been a long time since I've been there. Well, it's this beautiful um, sort of. It, it feels kind of like being on a college campus. It's very different from the White House. It's a few miles outside of D.C., so you have a lot of privacy. And Barbara Bush, you know, said that uh, she told me she loved living there because she could go out in your bathrobe and no one would see you. Um, but it's this gorgeous kind of Queen Anne style house. There it sits on thirteen acres. Um, it's huge, um, and so it's it's very different from the White House. No one knows it's even. There. 
they are. There's this big, um, it's actually an observatory uh, for the Navy. And so it's, um, it's very uh, secluded, leafy grounds. And the president rarely visits. You know, it's it's something that like is really it? a great place. There's a pool. Biden for Biden's parties. You know, he would run around with like a water gun on the back um, lawn and have did big he, did, chairs. Did he swim naked? Tell the truth. <laughs> I wish I knew. You don't know the. You <laughs> didn't. You didn't I, ask I didn't him. I know that you had had worked for Bush because I thought he was. I mean, I asked him what his favorite experience was working for Ronald Reagan, and he said history will have to judge. And then he went on to tell the story about how um, his favorite memory was of Reagan after he was shot and he was in the hospital. Bush went to visit him, and Reagan was on his hands and knees when Bush walked into the hospital room cleaning up a spill because he didn't want to ask the nurse to clean it up, and he had spilled some water on the floor. And it's like, could you imagine any other president you know, on their hands and knees, cleaning up water from the floor. It's kind of an incredible vision and a moment, I think. Do they like living at NAVOBS? They love it. Do they, they as really a group? Do. I yeah. mean, I, I honestly, the Bushes say they preferred it to the White House. Hmm. I think it is, you know, Cheney um, had kind of an interesting room built in so that he famously read the presidential daily briefing, which is something the president gets with all of this, you know, classified information about threats and everything. And he would get it first before W. Uh, George W. Bush would, and he would read it with Scooter Libby in the privacy of the observatory. And um, I think they love it. I mean, who wouldn't love it? It's it's gorgeous. It's secluded. It's three miles away from the White House. No one knows where it is, and no press really goes there except for, like you said, you know, holiday parties or summer picnics, and I don't think they do those anymore. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. You, you have this uh, photograph in the book of election night 2008, Joe Biden, Barack Obama and Biden's mom, Jean, then 91 years old. And yeah. it brings back for me another memory. I remember flying to Denver from Philadelphia for the Democratic Convention of 2008. And on my plane, on my commercial, you know, Southwest flight or whatever it was, was Mrs. Biden, mm. was Joe Biden's. She's gone wow. now, of course, but uh, but it was a pretty cool moment to be yeah. flying out there with her. Hey, uh, one other thing. We're not giving it all away for free. By the way, this is Kate Anderson Brower, first in line. Presidents, vice presidents, and the pursuit of power. I must ask about Mike Pence's conference rules. Glorify God, have a servant's attitude, promote ideas, promote House Republicans, and have fun. What what constitutes having fun? He seems to have a rule against all the things that many of us associate with fun. So how does he have fun? Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't drink because one of his friends told me he he hasn't had a drink since he was a member of Congress because he wanted to keep his wits about him, is what his friend said. In case anything happens, especially now, which I find fascinating that he's really um, during the transition. Every vice president is interested in the succession plans and how it, how that would work, but he was especially so. Um, so I don't know if he. I mean, listen, he doesn't. He famously refers to his wife Karen as mother. Some occasionally, he's very old fashioned um but he really is kind of what you see is what you get in some ways but i think one thing people don't know about him is he's deeply ambitious um when i talked to his former boss at an indiana radio station he said he's never met a more directable talent that he could and you know this because you're in radio that that pence would kind of go when he first started he would talk too much and too long and he wouldn't be succinct and his his boss said, you've got to wrap it up faster. And he said the very next day, Pence was completely on the mark. And so um, I think that, and, and another interesting thing I, I learned was that he, um, you know, he told his brother that Donald Trump reminded him of his father. And their father was like a difficult personality. He would beat his kids with a belt. I mean, it was a very strict household. And so I think in a way, Mike Pence is the perfect match for Donald Trump because they are polar opposites and they they are I mean they do make it work they spend three hours a day every day together and Pence like Hubert Humphrey clears these speeches through Donald Trump he will call him at one and two in the morning to go over 
um, a speech before he gives it to make sure he's not upsetting the president. And that's that's what Donald Trump needs, someone who's not going to try to steal the spotlight. So let's talk about you at the end here. You've done the residents. You've done the first women. You've done the VPs. What's next? You've got some ideas for me? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I have a great one for you offline. I have a great okay. one for you, but I shall share it. I shall share it with you by email. But do you Good. do you know? Um, I have an idea for another book, but as it's funny. I was just thinking of it this morning. Is the problem with doing it? It is a really interesting idea, but in this climate, and I'm sure that you come across this. It's so partisan, and so when you're trying to do a nonpartisan history book, you have to really think it through because you don't want to come across one way or another. Um, I've never seen a climate like this. I mean, I had a book come out in 2015, 2016, and now it just seems like everybody is on their different, you know, sides, and there's not as much kind of interest in looking at the big picture. And I hope that that I hope that I'm wrong about that, but I think I have to rethink this next idea. So I will take you up on your offline uh, It really, suggestion. But it really is, I said this at the outset, it really is a franchise, you know, the, that you, you are in the process. Uh, did I leave anything out? The residents, first women, now the Veeps? I feel no, like, that's I, it. Okay, that's those, it, those mean, three. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I'm try- what I'm trying to do is to tell history from another perspective, and I think this book does give you know, shed light on the presidency, too, because it's the relationships of first ladies, of the staff, of the vice presidents that lets you get a glimpse and pulls back the curtain on the who the presidents actually really are. And that's right. my goal. Well, but they're all this is my final word for now. They're all very approachable. So it's it's nice because they're they're written yes. in a way that it, it gives you the detail. But it's it's not in a heavy. I, I could do this at the beach. How's that? I could do. Oh, I like that. Kate Anderson like Brower's new book at the beach. All right. I wish you all good things. First Thank in you, line is the title of the book. Thank you, Kate. Thanks, Michael. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.